Welcome to The Joe Cohen Show. Join me as I share my experience with biohacking and invite top health experts to explore the latest technology, supplements, research, and resources for optimizing your body and brain. Hey, everyone. I'm with Dr. Joseph Antoon who has a passion to enhance human longevity. He is the CEO and chairman of a longevity company, which has technology in using food as medicine. And that is his main area as as a focus. He's the co-director of the Center for Health Policy at the University of Chicago, an adjunct professor of health policy at the Buck Institute for Research on Aging and a fellow at the Department of Social Policy at the London School of Economics and Political Science. Dr. Anton founded and served as the co-editor-in-chief of the Journal of Health Systems and Reform. He served as chairman of the board in the Global Health Span Policy Institute, and he's got degrees in health policy from Harvard, public health from John Hopkins. And his passion is longevity. So we're going to have him on today and talk about he he has he claims that through, you know, by understanding these pathways in fasting and longevity, he thinks fasting is, is a very significant way to increase longevity, which I think a lot of people agree with. And he claims that you can do this with food. So. I brought him on here to try to understand how he thinks he can accomplish this and, and what the evidence is, and and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, well... Thank you for thank coming you. on. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Definitely our passion is, and hopefully we're going to change somebody's life today, but definitely my passion is human longevity and how can we help people live a healthier, longer life. We, we this, you know, improved healthcare and, and spend on healthcare trillions of dollars and still have not increased by any bit our longevity. Actually, we lost half a year last year on human longevity in the U.S. So we're going backwards while technology keeps moving forward. And every day there's a new pill and there's a new diet and there's a new theory and a new book and still we're going backwards. So we, you know, I dedicated my career along with you know, everyone here at El Nutra, our company, Longevity Through Nutrition, L-Nutra, but we dedicate our careers to put science, evidence-based science behind longevity and bring some, something to people to consume so that they live a healthier, longer life. And um, so, so the story of fasting is very dear to us. And we, we think we're one of the big, you know, leaders and, and, and movement creators in fasting. And, and this is all due to our founder, not myself. Our founder, Professor Walter Longo, who's the head of the Longevity Institute at USC, many know him because Time Magazine nominated him as the top 50 most influential people in health for his work on fasting. And, and basically, while a lot of us do intermittent fasting, and your audience probably have heard about it for six years, the true cellular benefits, the true rejuvenation benefits, and what we call autophagy, while we, a lot of us think it happens between hours 16 and 18 and the first day, it's actually happening after two or three days of fasting. So this is the new data in fasting is intermittent fasting is helping you with weight and, and body and, and metabolism, but it's not going to get you to autophagy and rejuvenation, you know, within, within the first days. It actually spikes for most people around day two and day three. And therefore, you have to go on a longer fast now to get the cellular benefits of fasting. This is what we've been studying for the last two decades is, okay, how, how short and how long you should fast to 
do metabolic reset, but rejuvenate your cells. And it seems the five days is a very ideal window where if you go shorter, you're, you're optimizing metabolism but not getting enough cellular rejuvenation. If you go longer, you're bankrupting the body. And those five days and a lot of clinical trials, you mentioned the words he claims, there's, there's now 32 clinical trials that we have, randomized clinical trials that we have showing, showing this in, in Stanford and, and USC and UCLA and Leiden and University of Palermo, 18 big university research centers have been studying with us that fasting period and fasting zone and what happens to the body and the cells. In, in, you brought me in today to, to, to a little bit talk about this breakthrough technology, which is, okay, how, who's going to fast on water for five days to get two, three days of autophagy? Very difficult. And this is where the National Institute of Health in the U.S. sponsored us with tens of millions of dollars to create the fasting-mimicking diet or the fasting-mimicking nutrition. The, the essence is, can people still eat while the cells stay in fasting mode? And, and we, we took 12 to 15 years to, to unlock this oxymoron of fasting with food. We call it physiological fast. Obviously, when you fast, you're not eating. But with this new technology, the fasting-mimicking diet, and we call the main, the main product Prolon, there's a box here behind me. It's a five-day food that you can buy and consume and your body stays in a fasting mode. We started studying how the cell senses food. What are the nutrient sensing pathways? There's three main pathways that tell the cell there's enough food, the PKA, the TOR, and the RAS pathways. A lot of those are being triggered by the NMN, the NAD, the Repalogs, all the aging and longevity factors because these are the pathways that tell the, the cell, hey, grow. When you biologically grow, you're getting older. If you tell the cell not to grow and to fast, so by nutrition is fasting, by pills is repologs and MNNs and NADs, et cetera, then you're inducing this anti-aging effect, the cellular rejuvenation effect. And so we start studying how much nutrients you should give the, each one of these pathways to be convinced, right? That, oh, there's enough food, so go off fasting, or how to go under the threshold of detection of these pathways. And we developed a full nutritional plan for five days that we ship to you because it's a very delicate formulation, all plant-based, healthy ingredients, plant-based source of proteins, healthy carbs, you know, meaning complex carbs, you know, high in, in mid-chain fatty acids, and you consume it over five days. And it's telling the cell that it's nourishing the body, but at the cellular level, the cells, the nutrient sensing pathways are not overly triggered. And therefore, the cells are staying in a fasting mode. Okay, now, so so let, let's kind of break this up a little bit. How many calories are there in this uh, prolon? So in prolon, there are five days. Day one is 1,100 calories, and then every other day is 800 calories. So you're not fasting by deprivation. You're fasting by nourishment. Okay. And that's the oxymoron. Today, we have over 200 patents on this formulation. It's the only, something important to mention is the only intervention today that has a patent on enhancing longevity and health span, the healthy part of life. And we were awarded this patent because of the preclinical and the clinical trials, trying to show the metabolic improvements and the cellular rejuvenation impacts of the box. Okay. So what are some of the, uh, well, what is, let's say the clinical evidence that you, you, 
you know, what what are the benefits in let's say clinical trials? This product itself was used in clinical trials. Yeah, and over now we're just we're completing the thirty second clinical trials. So it has thirty two clinical trials already completed. Or this product has thirty two clinical trials. Yeah, eighteen fully completed and fourteen are ongoing now. We just started our thirty second clinical trials. And and, and as I mentioned, funding for all these clinical trials from the government. That's what I mentioned. So it's a combination of is our sourcing. We've there's over a hundred million dollars going into the clinical trials. The NIH and European governments have put over thirty six million dollars. The universities that we partner with, we have eighteen universities that are conducting the clinical trials with us. They put some of their money. I mentioned USC. USC has the only longevity institute in the world, and they they invested a lot into this. Stanford University of Miami University of Indiana. And we put our own money as a company from the revenues that we generate. Okay. Oh, so the you're saying any revenue you generate is going back into the research? Not any revenue, but some of the revenues, not any revenue. We do it because we look at your, at ourselves as a Nutritech company, right? People people trust mainly randomized clinical trials and, and FDA trust the pharma and the biotech because there's proof there, right? When it comes to supplements and nutrition, it's a, it's a chaos out, out there. Everyone has a theory. And we decided to be the first, if you want, biotech of food. They call us a Nutritech. And right. we do mice trials and then we do human trials before we put any claim in the market. So how do you, again, I'm kind of just, we'll, we'll dive into all the science aspects. Just in terms of the business aspect, if you're, you're publishing, like you're, you're publishing the studies, not if, you mentioned you're publishing the studies. How do you protect against somebody just like doing the same thing? That, that's kind of the big issue in nutrition where yeah. you, you can say you do a clinical trial on a supplement and it doesn't stop someone else from creating the same supplement and yeah. using your clinical trial. Yeah. Well, they, they can, in supplements, they copy the formulation and the use of your clinical trial, but you don't have patents in supplements because there's, there's very rare innovation in supplements. I don't know if you can mention supplements with, with patents. They can have a what trademark. What do you have to patent on? It's very hard to patent food. Yeah. Really, what do you pat? What did you pat, like? What did you patent in the food? This is why it had to be an oxymoron. It's fasting with food. This is what the innovation is. So we have the patent. Our patents covered three, three parts. There's a formulation which basically nourishes your body while keeping it in a fasting mode. Number two, the methods of intervention, all the ingredients. So there's no new chemical entity. There's no new biological entity. It's the formulation, the method of administration, the five days and, the, and every day, the ingredients. And then there's the claim that we patented. You and I were chatting before. Um, we have claims on longevity, but we have claims on diabetes, on cancer, on Alzheimer's and autoimmune diseases. We ventured with the same formulation. We ventured on longevity and how to keep people healthy, lose the weight and optimize metabolic you know, performance and cellular rejuvenation, but also if you have a health condition, and I don't know, I know, I know the audience probably understand fasting to a certain extent, but, but just a refresher, when you fast, every cell is in trouble, right? Every cell needs calories. And then when the cells are in trouble, they rejuvenate, they fix. Now let's compare the body to a company, right? So if the body is fasting, is like a company with no revenue. And, and if, and with the CEO having no revenue is going to restructure the company to survive. It's like, how can I cut some of the travel budget? How can I fix this, fix that? And the body does the same thing. 
if you're healthy, the body is optimizing your performance and your health. So that's the longevity. But if you have a disease, if that CEO knows that marketing, I'm, I don't have no revenue because marketing is not performing, he's going to start fixing marketing first, right? So if you have diabetes, we see the body going after to correct the performance of the pancreas and to decrease insulin resistance. If you have cancer, same thing. If sales is going wrong, the, the, the CEO is going to fix sales first. And if you have cancer, we see the body rejuvenating immune cells to increase attacking the cancer. The, the, the body starves the cancer so it doesn't grow and protects the normal cells of the body from chemotherapy and immune therapy. So every time you put the body into the crisis of fasting, it's looking to optimize, optimize everything ongoing. We tried it on cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, autoimmune with our fasting mimicking nutri technology. And some of the trials are published. Since we mentioned Prolon, I don't want to claim yet on cancer and diabetes, et cetera. But on June 15, we're launching for the, for the first time ever in the U.S., a diabetes remission and regression program based on the fasting mimicking diet. We've shown that we're 800% better chance of taking you off meds than the current medication that you have alone. Interesting. And when, I mean, I guess the question, so when you're putting anyone on a, is this, this whole thing is just for five days? That's what the clinical trial is on? Do you yeah, take someone who has diabetes and you put them this, on this for five days? That's the whole thing? The diabetes, so, so the longevity protocol, you do three boxes per year. So just 15 days is the, is the longevity protocol. You only need to fast long, what we call the periodic fasting. Uh, you can do intermittent fasting every day, but the periodic fasting, I always talk about the formula, formula one car race, right? You do two or three pit stops. The engineer come, they fix, they change, and then they get you back and you're a stronger, healthier car. But you don't have to do it all the time because there's a decreased you know, marginal benefit revenue. So, so for longevity, you do it three times per year. If you have a diabetes or obesity, if you want to accelerate the benefits, especially the metabolic ones, the studies that we've done, you do it once a month, only five days, once a month for six months, and then just once every three months to maintain. So on average, eight boxes per year. That was the protocol so that showed what, to be. What's, yeah, what, what is, okay, so eight boxes per year, that's eight five-day periods. Yeah, so 40 days okay. total. Okay, and then these people are eating whatever they wanted at the rest of the time, pretty much? Just... Yeah, in a, in a randomized clinical trial, and to be able to publish, we publish in Nature, the number one science journal of the word, cell. And in order to, you have to be very, you know, narrow on the intervention. Only five days, nothing else. No exercise improvement, no eat healthy in between, nothing. Right, right. That's kind of what I want to know, yeah. So, so there's no confounding that... factors, but a lot of patients get inspired. One of the one of the major benefits you and I talked about metabolic reset and cell rejuvenation, but a lot of the benefits is inspiring people and say, you know, the, the secret of being only five days is that ninety one percent in market our studies and now over a million people have done prolon. And so the market studies showed ninety one percent compliance because who, who cannot do anything for five days? And right. that's like a tiny win. A lot of the studies in Stanford about behavioral change and BJ Fogg, if you know him. It's like, hey, how can you create tiny wins? And then people build on those. Now, how come just five days are doing all these changes? Because fasting is an acute, strong signal. So we're, we're merging acute with, with the strength of the signal to inspire people to eat healthier in between and then start changing on their own, their lifestyle, without having to diet every day or be with a health coach every day. So it's a strong, acute okay. signal to the body. And... So the, so they're, they start with 1100 calories, then they're eating 800 calories a day. 
what what is there's a specific mixture of amino acids fats and nutrients is that what yeah. it is very specific mix it's a very delicate formulation because you have 77 ingredients and we tested those not to trigger the recognition on the nutrient sensing pathways so it's it's a very delicate formulation so what is what are the nutrients that for example just nutrients vitamins minerals if you have too much it's going to trigger the nutrient sensing pathways so mostly amino acids, right? The proteins and the carbs are the main triggers. There's, okay, there's, so it's not you know, vitamins and minerals. You could have as much vitamins as minerals. Like basically, I, I, we understand that, let's say, okay, you've got this unique formula that you've studied. I want to, for, you know, I want to break it down and, and, and understand one component at a time. Vitamins and minerals. Is that a fa relevant factor to... Meaning if somebody's drinking water and taking a multivitamin, is that going to have any negative influence on fasting, the, the longevity pathways, anti-cancer, diabetes, whatever it is? So I will give you the scientific answer. I'm an MD, PhD, and this is what we, what we, what we thrive on is not opinions, but facts. Nobody has studied that on its own, but based on everything I know about the pathways, I don't think vitamins and supplements will intervene unless you're taking high quantities and the excipients have certain, you know, signals that could, you know, some of them do have a certain excipients. But, but micronutrients probably will not take you off fasting. That's the okay. best answer. So that's, that's the micronutrients. Okay. That, and that's good. Meaning, like, I understand we don't, there's a lot of unknown information in general. What about, so the amino acids are now, really there's a lot of, big players there's, there's a lot of vitamins supplements you can take to induce signals like fasting or, or, you know, DHA and MCTs are like, right, could, right, right. could, could give right. the signal. So that's a different discussion, but I'm thinking, right, talking right, about the yeah. general daily, daily. So some people claim that fat doesn't interact with any of these signals. Um, yeah. Do you, do you agree with that opinion? Do you find that yeah. fat is the, also the, neutral? The PKA, the RAS and the TOR pathways, they get mostly activated by carbs and proteins and or hormones like IGF and insulin that that actually you know impacts those so you, on the systemic level you have to keep insulin flat you have to keep IGF flat and on a cellular level you have to control these micronutrients fat is a reserve it doesn't send the growth pathways to the mm. to the body it just tells okay. the body you know it's 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 an extra reserve now it has cardiovascular it. impact it has other we can right. talk about the other so, impact, but from well, a fasting... At a certain dosage, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's healthy fat and unhealthy fat, but... Uh, you're right. If you're taking a few hundred calories of, of whatever fat, your body's going to burn it off and, you know, it's... And you you're, you're have a, you know, a low-calorie diet. I don't think that it's relevant, even though I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not but, a but fan the, of high-fat diets the, necessarily, but yeah. Yeah. That's the premise of the keto diet, right? So, right. But, but at the same time... Getting fat is not getting nourishment to any of the organs, right? The, the, Correct. What's not what's what's hyped about fasting is how fasting is good. What's not talked about fasting is fasting is not all good. <laughs> Your brain needs to work in the morning when you're doing intermittent right, fasting. Right, right. It's like oh ketones, but it takes time for the body to break that ketone. Your heart needs to pump every second. Your kidney has to work. So this is why we love the fasting mimicking nutrition idea because you're giving these amino acids. You're giving the meaning the proteins. You're giving the carbs. So the essential organs are performing at the same time they're fasting and rejuvenating. Amount of carb, which carbs, 
which time of the day morning insulin is different than afternoon insulin is different than night insulin morning cortisol oh, okay. is different absorption rates are different anabolic versus catabolic state so there's a lot of science behind which carbs and when and how much and which proteins and when and how much and okay, uh, so and together okay on top of that, Joe, we had to study this is where the tens of millions of dollars went into. We had to study the combination, meaning if each one singularly doesn't trigger, it doesn't mean that together do, they do not. And then you have to have a good flavor because we had a, we had a Michelin star chef work at right. the end on the flavoring. So you have to have the flavor as well and keep the body in a fasting mode. Is the same thing true for the amino acids? Also, yeah. it depends on the dose. I mean, think about it. You eat, you eat a steak. Your IGF spikes high and you can grow, you know, muscle if you want to go and grow muscle. So you eat a, a fish, it's a little bit below the triggering of the IGF and the sensing. You eat plant-based, it's even below. We started searching within the plant-based. What are the sequences where created a subcategory of plant-based that basically is almost mimicking fasting? We even are spinning the, the amino acids in a product. So we're launching in two months the longevity drink, which will have 25 grams of proteins, but would not spike your IGF as the other protein sources they would take. So you were eating, you're consuming that drink, but you're not paying the price of pro-aging. Do you want to hear about the one health hack that is sure to change your life? Okay, here it is. Subscribing to this podcast. 67% of listeners aren't following the show, so please don't forget to show your support by hitting the follow button now. You'll not only be supporting the show, but also investing in yourself and your health journey, all while helping to keep us ad-free. This is the first time and we can talk for hours I can, or right, hopefully right, maybe right. in a year when things are out and, and published, I can give you the, the biochemistry of, of, of what's okay. happening there. Okay. A lot so, of folks love the, the, there's a lot of intermittent fasters probably. I mean, the, this is our, your crowd is our, I mean, a lot of people in our crowds are, are actually the, the first biohackers, they led our movement. It was with Prolon and it was also with the fasting shake and the fast bar. So a lot of intermittent fasters now, instead of also staying on one meal a day or delaying all the way till the afternoon and getting a little bit fatigued and a headache, we have the fast bar and the fast shake, which is you can have them for breakfast or for lunch and your body wouldn't know the same concept that you're eating. So you stay in intermittent okay. fasting while you're consuming the fast bar and the fasting shake. So, so this fasting mimicking product, how many meals are there a day based on this? And what times do you take them? There's a breakfast, which is a bar. There's lunch, which is a soup, a cracker, and, and olives. There's an afternoon choco taste, cocoa taste, you know, snack. And there's an evening also soup and, and, and a snack that comes with it. And okay. you have what the supplements of... of the day. You have supplements for the day, the multivitamins and the DHA by supplements. And you have a drink that you just dilute in a bottle to kind of, you know, dual function, protect your baseline. You don't want to be in, in any hypostate and it also, you know, continuously nourishing the muscles. The beauty, the beauty about the prolonged fast is that it's the only intervention that protects lean body mass, right? So, so fasting, any diet you do, you're going to lose fat and muscle unless you train on a, on a protein diet, right? But any other locality that you're gonna, the body taps into muscle and fat, not just not just fat and glycogen and muscle as well, right? So, so fasting is a, works by stress. If if anything, I want anyone to understand today is that the prolonged fast becomes a stress, not a calorie deficit, but a stress. 
And the stress is creating the rejuvenation of the cells, etc. But growth hormone is one of the stress hormones. So your body is on a growth hormone, high growth hormone. The muscle is rejuvenating. And now you're nourishing the body because you're not fasting on water. You're fasting with a fasting mimicking diet. And this is where you see muscle protection. And Do and Do you find that, like, in terms of, is it better to exercise while you're on this diet or not? Or like, no, you, you can, you can, you can do your walks, your yogas, you can do your, 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 your weights. You don't, you don't want to run like, you know, five miles and, 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 and just put your body into a deep deficit. So you can remain active, but you don't, you, you don't want to go like beyond. So just don't the, go crazy. Okay. Don't go crazy on it. And, okay. and, you know, I cannot reveal names, but NBA players, NFL players, the NFL actually had approved the Hall of Fame to, to, to be our, their own partners with something we're talking about. But a lot of players, especially on the off season where they're injured because, you know, per day they, they burn seven, six, seven, 10,000 calories. They do the, the five days for, for cutting the last fat while protecting the muscle and rejuvenating the muscle mm. performance. A lot of the athletes, they do the, the fasting bar, the fasting shake just on, on a daily basis for intermittent fasting. That's, that's a, the short intermittent fasting. So that's fasting. kind of, okay. So that's kind of like, that's a little bit of a different thing though. There's the five day thing, five day mimicking yeah, fast. If, and then there's if, the intermittent mimicking fast. Yeah. The five days is because again, we said cellular rejuvenation happens on day two to three that can, that, that, so. You want to go five days to not just lose the weight and improve metabolism, but actually to rejuvenate the cells. This is where Prolon five days comes in. If you want to do intermittent fasting every day just to be to stay fit and and for all the metabolic benefits, then you can do the fast bar and the fast shake instead of staying on water fast for a longer period. So tell me about. Let's go into some of the mechanisms of the of the of the fasting mimicking diet. So. And, and also the evidence, because you're saying that there's evidence this mimics fasting, right? Um, I feel like the evidence for fasting is like, at least they've done trials on monkeys or, you know, or apes, whatever they, you know, on, on primates. They've done tons of animal studies. They, they haven't ever done, yeah, animals. They, they right. haven't ever done a human study on longevity with clinical trial with longevity and fasting, right? So I feel like I, I want to understand there's kind of like a lot of guesswork going on into longevity does, you know, fasting does X, Y, Z. Longevity is correlated with X, Y, Z. And therefore, mm -hmm. fasting is likely to help with longevity. That's kind of the current logic that's going on there. And what you're saying is when we looked at this, unique formulation of amino acids, carbohydrates, and fat. Well, it's mainly amino acids and carbohydrates in the timing, right? It had the same molecular impacts of fasting for the same amount of time. Okay. So now what I want to understand is that's a very broad statement. So we need to understand like, because fasting does, is like exercise. You can say, oh, taking metformin is like exercising. Well, they're obviously like they could have some similar impacts like activating AMPK and, you know, but you don't know, you can't say like, that's a fact that that's not the case, right? Like there's differences. You're never going to be able this to is where, yeah. categorize well, why, every difference, right? 
We are so 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 our founder, Professor Walter Longo, he has a you know a bestseller book called The Longevity Diet. And I really encourage everyone to read it, The Longevity Diet, because we follow five pillars on longevity. What you mentioned is one pillar. You're, you're saying, okay, you know, fast mimicking diet can mimic water fast. Water fast can do changes correlated with longevity. Therefore, that's only one pillar, which is a scientific evidence that you can do something similar to what exists. There's four other pillars that we tracked, and, and this is where we're very different as well, because metformin is a receptor, and every intervention on a receptor can have something negative. Metformin or not, is a receptor? No, main, main impacts, main interventions, the impact a receptor on a cell. Oh, right? okay, okay. Main pills, main interventions, it would impact a pathway or a receptor, right? Absolutely, so, okay. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's a receptor intervention is what we're saying. Okay, so, okay. Which means that you're inducing something and you might induce something else. This is why on every label of every drug, every pill, and this is why they now said, yeah. Exactly. To, you know, so fasting is the opposite. It's a natural phenomenon. We humans fasted most of the, our life before we found food and then before we optimized food. And now in just last 40 years, we optimized and made food cheap and very easily, you know. So this is why now... If anything, fasting is the only proven thing to bring back to our, to our, to our. So, so that's pillar number two, which is epidemiology and, and, and evolution, right? So we never had in our hundreds of thousands of years of existence on planet earth, except for the last few thousands and, and very much so the last 50 years, we never had abundance of food like we have today. We used to okay. eat, store, and then fast. So that's number two. So number I, get, I get the evolution one. What's the epidemiology one, by the way? There's evidence that fasting correlates with longevity. So you, you, you study the centenarians, right? So people are living 100 and beyond, and you got to study them. And this is what our founder, Professor Longo, and the Longevity Institute USC are famous for. They track the, the, the people in the blue zones and, and multiple, multiple centenarians outside of the blue zones. And they look at, okay, what were they eating? What were they doing? And, and a lot of them had fasting, whether prolonged and or the overnight fast. If you want to take one comment, there's a lot of studies on the centenaries, and there's a lot of fluctuations, by the way. There's two common things that, that you find in centenaries. Fasting, at least at overnight, not late night snacking. They don't eat late at night. They sleep early. So that's time-restricted eating or of some that's sort. That's what I'm saying. What, the what, are they, what do they find? So what, what, what number of restricted eating? I mean, normal people... Don't restrict it that much, though. Like if these people who are centenarians, I think the vast majority of them don't have any health gurus, right? Like they just, they just, or, or even lifestyle. have read many health books, right? They just kind of got into a certain lifestyle of like not eating late at night. Yeah, and and yeah, the, that what we call the circadian fasting, right? They 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 were actually having breakfast. They they skipping breakfast right. is not a centenarian thing. So this is why we're doing right. now. We're doing intermittent fasting the wrong way. We're pushing the morning. We're skipping breakfast to go long. And I would call it the delayed intermittent fasting. You should do the front intermittent fasting. You should just have your dinner at 6, 7, and then stay all the way till next day, and then have your breakfast at whatever, 8 or 9 p.m. So 6, 7, okay. So that would be a 14-hour fast. Uh, 12, 12 max to 14. You should do 12 max. The same thing, you know, they wake up early, right? 6, 7, and they, they, they eat something. So And nobody's going to always do dinner at six. So that's 7 p.m. dinner and then the breakfast. 12-hour fast we're talking yeah. about. We call it circadian fasting because 
everyone talks about the Nobel Prize of Medicine in 2016 on, on fasting and autophagy, but nobody talks about 2017, which is the biological clock of the organs. Every organ wants to sleep at night. When you're eating, not just you're putting yourself into a, a hyper-anabolic fat storage, accelerated aging. What if they have an l Nutra bar at night? <laughs> this is what we tested. So we yeah, did the fast happened? bar. It's same, ke okay. same ketone, same blood sugar in the morning. It mimics fasting. So okay. a lot of our users, actually, they, they do the fast bar and the fasting shake late at night. Some, a lot of us sit on Netflix or YouTube or you're working and you're stressed at night. You just want to do something. Take the fast bar, the fasting shake. We've done night studies where it shows the same ketones the next day as if you didn't eat anything with water. And these are randomized clinical trials. You can read the results in Nutrients. Um, of nutrition. I mean, so you, you, you seem to be thinking that if somebody is eating f just fat at night, they just drink some olive oil, right? That, I mean, again, we, we can talk about the product and I think there's, that's, it's very interesting, but we all, I also want to talk about general stuff of like, let's say, you know, somebody is just, you know, this homebrew person, they want to, you know, they, they want to, they're a little hungry at night but they don't want to you ruin their whole you know you, you would say intermittent fasting the time restricted feeding you think that let's say con, you know taking just some olive oil wouldn't wouldn't uh, may, wouldn't have any impact on 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 that time restricted eating longevity pathway probably would not trigger definitely would not trigger IGF spike and insulin spike now it is it it has calories so an immoderate in a moderate intake, yes. But are they going to feel satisfied because they took a spoon of olive oil late at night? No, they want to, they want to, they, they want, okay. most people are not going to be, but yes, it just is like taking MCT. MCT oil is not going to take you off that fast, but it's also not going to satisfy you. And, and, and okay. most people end up doing both, trying with that and failing. Like, like just a very small amount of protein, small amount of carbohydrates in the proprietary formula, whatever, like does certain formula there you're saying but a small amount um, yeah this is what the, what you're asking is exactly what we were curious about 15 years ago it's like hey how can i help people most of us are gaining weight actually from late nights late night snacking there's a lot of theories and eat this and do that but a lot of it if you track americans and if you track people that are truly gaining weight is that later because this is when the body's anabolic at night growth hormone increase and and you're apt to taking rather than burning so we try to find ways to help humanity still eat because the stress is taking you to that refrigerator, still eat, get the pleasure of it, but without paying the price of stocking fat at night or pushing aging. And that's, right. the, that's the fasting bar and the fashion. I think sometimes I'll tell you what happens with me and uh, I'm assuming it happens with other people. So I try to do the, this, you know, time restricted feeding. So maybe I'll have dinner. It kind of varies, but let's say, you know, 7 p.m., and I, I tend to go to sleep later. Sometimes, now, I'm not good about my sleep cycle, which is something I need to improve, but, you know, I'm kind of living in the city that never sleeps, so I'm, I'm, I'm always drawn to things at night. I have, you know, I work, the, my company's in the U.S., I'm working in European time zones and, and things like that, so I, I tend to go to sleep a little later, and sometimes what happens is if I go to sleep too late, then I start getting hungry, Right. Like it actually interferes with my sleep and yes. because I'll wake up earlier then. Right. Meaning, let's say if I go to sleep two, three in the morning and then I'm going to wake up at like, let's say, 10 a.m. 
all of us and and let's say I ate a little earlier, six seven, all of a sudden, it, like it's actually going to impact my sleep. So that's that's a situation where I kind of want to minimize the impact, but don't want to by sleeping better, so I don't get hungry. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the story of most busy people and stressed people and 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 and, and execs and 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 even you know most people. The, the work is trailing so so late at night. This change in humanity, right? Our fathers and grandfathers, they you know four or five, they come back from work. It's family time. It's supper, and then it's and then it's sleep after. We drag, drag, drag up at eight, nine. Then we we binge eat because you know we just that's the only social compensation we can have. And then we do some extra work or some extra Netflix or some extra zapping on the on the phone, and then you get hungry again. And then you you get this extra thing, which is really so. So my recommendation is try not to do that. You can do it with fast bar, fast shake, but try not to eat late at night, and try to. You know you're doing well to your body when you wake up hungry. Like like let's go back to basics. I don't want to throw in here theories. It's just when you wake up hungry, you know that you slept, you know on on a on a lower volume in your stomach and your body as a totality slept. Because when you eat at night, besides what happened to the food, the biological clock of the organs is disturbed, right? Your, your entire body is disturbed. When you, and, and a very simple hint for everyone, if you wake up hungry, get your breakfast, it means you did well, you front-ended the intermittent fasting. And that's exactly what mimic circadian rhythm and the centenarian's habits. Okay. I see. Okay. And so could you list the five pillars that you were mentioning there was the number one was the mechanisms to the epidemiology yeah. and the you don't have to like go through them just list them kind of briefly so number one is is molecular science right so does it make the pathways etc number two is preclinical and clinical trials does it work exactly as the molecular predicted number three is is the tradition in the in the and the epidemiology number four two people living with that so centenarian study and systems biology, does it make sense from a, from a totality of the body as an intervention that everything goes in a positive? Because longevity is tricky. It has to go positive. Any negative on the short term, you would not do it. People think taking pills to promote longevity is easy. It's one of the most difficult things because, you know, when you have diabetes you can, or cancer or whatever, you, you can sustain some side effects. That's okay. You know, I want to cure my disease. If you're healthy, and you're going to pay prices on the short term as a side effect on something so that potentially you're going to live longer. That's not a trade-off most people are willing to take. So this is why systems biology and putting, this is why fa fasting is not artificial. Fasting lived with us as part of our, when the cells rejuvenate based on fasting, it's not a discovery. It's science discovered it, but humans lived with it all the time. So it's more of systems biology, yes. Centenarians did it, yes. Does it natural, yes. Does it work on the mice, yes. Is it showing same results to human, yes. This is why we we love Sounds it. And we last say. last question: How many times do you fast mimic a year? I do four every every three months. Every three every, months you do a every five three months day. I do a prolong, mm -hmm. and every day I'm sitting at my desk. This is my my fasting shake, and actually we just launched the first. That's going to trigger an entire discussion. The first longevity spread, which okay. is a chocolate spread. You mentioned at night. I don't want to move off fasting, but Another formulation doesn't spike IGF or, or insulin throughout the day. But yeah, I, I do our products every day. They're all plant-based, healthy ingredients. And then I do the rejuvenation three to four times a year. 
Okay. Sounds good. I appreciate Pleasure you very having much, you Jeff. on. I feel like that we, we have some more to talk about. I kind of want to go into some of the mechanisms and kind of like understanding it on a deeper level. Yeah. Um, how we know that it's working, right? Like, you know, you, you say you got the, the, you have the clinical trials, but like, how do we know? Yeah. That, like, what is it doing? What is this doing? What is, what, what is the fasting mimicking dying do? What is fasting doing? How do, you know, if you want, we can do, yeah, yeah we, we can, can do another session. We can even go in depth into the trials or the public papers and talk mechanistic intervention. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, all that stuff would be interesting. I, I, it's a very interesting product. So I, I like the concept. I, I think it's interesting. I think there's a, there's a, a need for something like it, right? So people want to be fasting, but they want to. hundred percent. They will also want to eat sometimes like at least a little bit. So it's kind of gives them the, the, the proper 100%. portion. But yeah, let's let's do that. Okay, I appreciate you very awesome. much, and we'll do it again. Thanks. Take awesome. care. Awesome. Take care. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Sixty-seven percent of listeners aren't following the show, so please don't forget to show your support by hitting the follow button now. You'll not only be supporting the show, but also investing in yourself and your health journey, all while helping to keep us ad free.